God bless you. We're so glad you're here. I don't think y'all can fit another person on that row. <laughs> thank you, Father, for this offering. Thank you for this worship, Lord. We just thank you for touching us and for coming. Lord, where we praise you, Lord, you come. I just thank you, Lord, that you are here. Now, Lord, we just sow into your kingdom. We sow into good ground. And, Lord, we ask you to bless this offering and bless this church. In Jesus' name, amen. While they're, while they're taking up our offering, I've got a couple of additions. Do we have any first-time guests tonight? Never been to church on the hill before? Tonight's your first night? Anybody? Are we all family tonight? All right. Can I encourage you? Invite somebody. Invite somebody to church. Think about how you came. More than likely you came because somebody invited you. And uh, I was in the Walmart checkout line a couple days ago and uh, a police officer came up and talked to me for a minute, shook my hand and we just started visiting and I told him, I said, anytime you want to parole our church, you just have at it. Come eat lunch up there, do whatever you want. You come up, you're welcome in our, on our property. And uh, the lady just said to me, she said, so you go to church, you, you have something to do with the church? And I said, yeah. So I'm the pastor right up here, right up here up the street. And I said, where do you go? She said, I don't go. And I said, oh, and I started to try to get her out of card, and she just said, church isn't my thing. And you know what? That is a... That is a sad situation. I just felt the Lord just say, just, just go. You know, you've talked to her. She's heard you talk. You know, she has witnessed something. I don't want to say she wasn't attracted to me, but she was, she was attracted to, I believe, I believe she was attracted to Jesus in me. And she didn't know how to, de she didn't know how to deal with it. So I want to encourage you. Invite somebody. Let somebody come in here and experience the presence of God. And maybe they don't come here. Maybe they go back to their home church. Praise God. But everybody, everybody wants to be included and wants to be invited. And uh, there's no reason why this shouldn't be completely full on Wednesday night. There's no reason. And let me tell you, we're growing. This Wednesday night group's growing. And the Spirit of God's moving. And uh, I want to encourage you. Um, Infect your city. Infect your city. Infection doesn't have to be a bad thing. It can be a good thing. A um, couple additions. We've got a prayer list back there in the back, but a couple of additions. First one, this one's no cards, but please write it down. Please pray. Morgan Gaynor, G-A-Y-N-O-R. Praying for healing, having seizures, not sure why. Morgan Gaynor. And then um, Miss Carolyn, Carolyn, are you here? Can you help me spell your last name? H-E-L-M-I-N-S-K-I, Helminski, C-A-R-O-L-Y-N, Helminski. Let's do cards, please. Ms. Carolyn, I don't understand. Please pray for bedroom housing comes available. You're looking for a house? Public housing. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, we just believe that in the name of Jesus. Amen. Uh, David Tremblay?
First of all, I want to say thank you so much for the awesome response that happened on Sunday for the call that went out for Heaven's Gates and Hell's Flames. And uh, uh, that's just uh, awesome. And I think we did such a great job, but I want to make another appeal to men. We need five more men to step out of the boat with me and walk on the water. <laughs> okay? So we need five more men to be actors, all right? And we just need to trust God to do this, okay? And, and, uh, and, and I'm just telling you that God, God's going to use us, men, if we'll step out. So if you're waiting for the voice from heaven... This just may be it. You're hearing it. Because this was not planned. <laughs> so come on. I want five more men to step up and step out with me. We got one. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We got one. Glory to God. All right. <laughs> so can we get two? <laughs> two. Look at two. Two, 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 two. Come we got on, two. Go two right there. Hallelujah. We got two. We got we three. Got one right Glory to God. We got three. All right. You, you we can't two. vote for your husband, Rebecca. Two, Sorry. two more. Can we get two more? I, I see. I, I'm sorry? Oh, Paul's been hired earlier. No, you. Me. You. I'm the PR rep? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, Thank you, man. All right, great job. Thank That's you good. for three more. I'm coming back Sunday, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Hey, uh, somebody do me a favor and go get the list and go have them sign up right now. <laughs> you know, by the end of service, we're, we're thinking about different stuff. We're talking about different stuff, and we walk right out, and we forget to do it. So we're going we're gonna to get it right now. All right. Honey, come up here and pray, please. Yes. Is everything okay? Okay. Okay, so let's pray together. Father God, we just come in tonight, Lord, and we just thank you for your presence, Lord. Father God, we thank you that when we draw near to you, Lord, you draw near to us. And Lord, it's just such a precious picture. Lord, to just be drawing near to you, and you, you come running, Lord, and we just thank you. We thank you, Lord, that you meet us right where we are. Now, Father God, we just ask that uh, your Holy Spirit would come, and that the word of the Lord would be in Pastor Paul's mouth tonight, Lord, that we'd have ears to hear it and hearts to receive it, because, Lord, we want to be changed by you. We desire you, Lord. Nothing satisfies like you do. We love you, Lord. Have your way in our lives, Lord, and have your way in this church. Thank you, Father. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, David Tremblay's got me reading a book called Radical. And I'm not going to preach on that. I'm just going to talk just for a moment because, just because as I was driving over here, I was listening to it. I've got it on my iPod. And he was talking about um, when Jesus was preaching to the multitudes and, you know, uh, just, just thousands of lost that in this one instance, and I can't give you the scripture reference, I can go back and find it, but 
he wasn't praying for the lost. He was praying for the church to help the church because the not the fear how do I say this it is the church's calling to go and win the lost in order for people to hear the gospel the church has to speak it and Jesus was praying for the church that the church wouldn't break down that the church would function that the church would go out and spread his gospel and you know we can't come in here and come back without somebody we can't go out of here tonight and come back Sunday without somebody your calling is not to come in here and clap your hands and sing and shout and have a big time your calling is to get out here and bring somebody else with you that, that's your calling we are called to come together and to rejoice and to assemble together but you are called to go win the lost and to go bring in, go fishing. My, my, good, my, my good, good friend and guitar player, uh, Mr. Steve Houts, he's, a, he's turned into a fisherman. Where are you, Steve? Are you even in here? Where are you? He's, uh, he's out drinking a cup of coffee, kicking back. That's all right, man. The guy works hard, but he's been fishing, talking about these fish that he catches. You know, you can't catch a fish if you don't go fishing. I've never hit a great golf shot from my couch. You've got to go play. You've got to go fishing. Let God, let, let God be responsible for whether you get them or not, but you're called to fish. Jesus was responsible for those nets to be full. The, the, the fishermen just had to throw the nets. They'd fished all night, didn't catch anything. And some non-fisher, non-fisher, thank you, not y'all, y'all are fishers. Some guy comes up and says, let's go fishing again. And these professional fishermen's like, really? You're going to tell me how to fish? Okay. They toss the nets and in come the fish. It was the Lord's responsibility to get those fish in that net. So, we go out here and you may think, this guy's going to completely shoot me down. It's not your problem. Cast. If you get him, you get him. If you don't, you don't. Cast. Go get somebody. Go win somebody for Christ. Go win somebody. We're on the winning side. Go win somebody. Think about where you'd be if somebody hadn't gone fishing for you. Praise God, because let me tell you, I'd be the worst heathen ever. I'd be the worst one. I've got the capability of being the worst one. Can anybody uh, relate? Y'all may think I'm kidding. Those of y'all that have known me, Tommy, you would know. Some of y'all know me. Randy Dalton, my poor... My poor coach, when I was 13 years old, I just treated him like a dog. Let me tell you, he jerked a knot in me, and that's what I needed. I tell you, you remember those that love you enough to do the, real, the right thing. 
you remember those. It hurt at the time, but man, I love him for it. Jim Hawkins is another one of my coaches that would not put up with me and didn't give up on me. You know that's who God is? He doesn't give up on you. He doesn't give up on you. It's good. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for the men and the women and the people in my life that haven't given up on me. You sure can. <laughs> no, I, I just... It's, this was a confirmation that I will give out before I give up. I will give out before I give up fighting Satan for my family and for me, for my wife, and for any of my brothers and sisters. But I will give out before I give up. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, that's who I want in my camp right there. Mighty man of God, you're not giving out. How many knows that right when you get to that breaking point, so many times that's when the Lord kicks in? Mm. Kick in, Lord. Kick in, Lord. All right, let me just, just touch on this. We, we barely mentioned it last week, but I'm gonna, we're going to go into this right here from, uh, who's back there? Is that Brandon? Brandon. Ephesians chapter 4. Put up verse 3 for me, then we're going to jump right to verse 4. We've been here for a couple, couple weeks. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Let's go back to that one. Endeavoring to keep the Spirit, keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Endeavoring. Let me tell you, you've got to work. And just that word that Tommy just gave, this right here is how we've got to fight in this church. We're not, giving, we're not giving in, we're not giving up. We will endeavor to keep unity. Um, man, the most amazing thing happened th today, right there as you worshiped. Um, you guys crossed over from being led in worship to worshiping. And as a worship leader, that's, I, I've probably said it before, but I'm going to say it again. My ultimate uh, my ultimate, not, not, I don't want to say it's my ultimate desire because it makes it sound like it's my only desire. Uh, my prayer tonight, which I told Tammy, is I want to hit God's heartstrings. I, we were thinking about changing songs, and I'm like, what sounds good to me? What sounds good to you? What sounds good? And finally, I'm like, Lord, what's going to hit you? What are you desiring tonight? You know, we start thinking inward, and all of a sudden, you know, Lord, what do you want? And uh, we got to worshiping. And we were just playing, doing what we call just a little turnaround in the chorus, and you guys just kept on singing. And as a worship leader, all, all I want to be is a coach to get you going. Um, because one can put a 1,000 to flight, two can put 10,000, and there's a lot more than two here. And let me tell you, multiply was was Satan going down. Tommy, in your hurt, Satan is going down. 
in you three men that raised your hand, Satan is going down. Four? Hey, all right. All we need is one more. <laughs> Some of us work for a living. I'm kidding. I told Elizabeth today, I'll do whatever. I'll do whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll be the devil. I'm, I'm kidding. I don't know how that would go if the pastor was the devil. Sign me up. Put me on there. All I request is I go to heaven. <laughs> Elizabeth's like, you can't request that. Yes, I can. Huh? Don't make those jokes. Come on. <laughs> we must endeavor to keep the unity of the Spirit. How many of you know a unity is easy to keep when you're on the winning side? It's hard to keep unity when you're not. That's when the endeavoring comes. And you'll be amazed that even in an absolute move of God, a division will want to come. Especially. God gives unity. This is to be our motivation in everything we say and do. We are aiming to keep from breaking the precious unity of the Holy Spirit. It's our responsibility it's our responsibility to maintain the unity that God is doing in us. Endeavoring to keep. That's our job. Do you catch that? That's our role as a church. We have to endeavor. We have to work toward. Now verse 4. Talk about seven basic unities on which uh, the, this unity of the Holy Spirit is founded. Let's look at it right here. There is one body. Number one. One body, there is one spirit. Number two, one spirit, the Holy Spirit. Just as you were called in one hope, there's one hope, hope in the future, which is heaven. Uh, next verse, one Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ. There is one God. One, one. I, I was sitting here hearing taught just in the last couple days how some people want to believe that there are many gods. And just as long as we receive a God, we will go to heaven. No, you won't. There's one God. One true God. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit is one. One Lord. One faith. That's the gospel or the Bible. One baptism. And I don't believe you can disassociate this baptism from what we have talked about here in this church is the uh, uh, baptism in the Holy Spirit. Um, one Lord, one faith. It's baptism on the basis of faith into the Lord Jesus Christ. You believe and then you are baptized. You ask, what is the correct result? It is burial and resurrection in Jesus Christ. And then finally... Verse 6, one God 
and Father of all. One Father. I've already said one Lord who is Jesus Christ. One Father of all. Who is above all and through all and in you all. One Father who is the fatherhood of God over all his children. And out of these basic, out of this basic unity now unfolds these diverse min, uh, ministries. If we can keep on going to verse 7. It says, but to each one of us, but to each one of us of grace was given. In modern English, we can say unto us, unto each of us individually is given a specific measure of grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. But to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Verse 8, it says that he ascended on high. He led captivity captive and he gave gifts to men. It was only after Christ had ascended back into heaven that he released and gave these ministry gifts. Jesus Christ came down here to show us the pathway of the Christian, show us the full ministry of Christ and it was in full all these gifts that we're going to see Jesus Christ was full of them all we're going to see that in just a moment it may have to be uh, next Wednesday these appointments were not made during his earthly ministry but after he had ascended if we'll skip verse 9 and 10 and start with verse 11, it says that he gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. Five diverse ministries unfold from the unity of the body and of the spirit. And remember that these were given in the measure of the gift, in the measure of the gift of Christ. That is, to the degree that Christ can manifest his ministry through an individual person. Did you catch that? To the measure that we can fully function in one of Christ's gifts that he's given us. Do you know that we have, God has given you a gift? And he's given it to you in a measure that you can perform his, his gifting. That person can operate in that given ministry. Christ is the perfect pattern of all five ministries. And he continues those ministries through his body, the church. If a man has the ministry of a shepherd or pastor, it is given by, as it is given by Christ, then it is Christ extending his ministry as pastor or shepherd through that man. Pretty significant. That when we're operating in the gifting that Christ has given us, we are operating in His gift. It is His gift operating through us. It is as though Christ is here because He is here. He is in us. And when we operate in that gifting, we are operating as if Christ is operating in that gifting. This is where I'm going to have to leave it, but can you grasp that? 
that when you start to find your calling and you start to operate in that gifting, you are operating as though Christ was here on earth. And Christ said, you will do the miracles that I did and more. We are given the ministry of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is not here in the earth anymore. He's in heaven. He sent us the Holy Spirit that we all could experience it. And so we all could flow in His gifting. The only way that these ministries can be performed is if the church performs it. The only threat that we have of these ministries not being performed, as this David Platt was saying, that Jesus was praying for the church, that the church wouldn't do its job. It's good to pray for the lost, but we need to pray for the church. The church has to go reach the lost. Let me quickly just give you the... the, uh, Okay, if all five of these ministries are functioning as they should in the body of Christ, then collectively the body of Christ can continue the ministry of Jesus as he himself carried it out when he was on the earth. That is the purpose of these ministries and this gift and these gifts. We don't have to improve on Christ's ministry. We have to continue it. Real quickly, let's look at each five of these. This will just take me a moment. The apostle comes from the Greek word apostello, which means to send forth. We would understand that an apostle then would have the task of being, uh, of being sent forth for a specific task. The key word of the apostle is task. For prophet is one who speaks forth. The, the key word of the prophet is speaks or message. He speaks the message of the Lord. When a prophet speaks, it's like E.F. Hutton. People, church, had better listen. Y'all remember that commercial? E.F. Hutton? Did I? Okay. E.F. Hutton. No. When the prophet speaks, everybody shut up. I don't mean that ugly. The Lord is speaking. You know, and sometimes that comes out of the, the singers, out of Tammy, out of John. It, it came out of John tonight. Was that prophetic? Was it spontaneous? I don't know. It was the Lord. What's the difference? Spontaneous, prophetic. It's God. Through Him. The gift was operating. That doesn't mean when, he's, when we're flowing in the Spirit and singing, it doesn't mean you've got to shut up. I probably, that probably sounds a little harsh, you know. But pay attention. The Lord's moving. Amen? The evangelist comes from the, the Greek word which means good news. The evangelist tells the good news which is the gospel. The pastor is a shepherd. Ephesians 4.11 is the only place in the King James where this word is translated as pastor. Everywhere else is translated as shepherd. The common view of a pastor, not in this church, but in most churches, is dark suit and tie and stands behind the pulpit. Well, I haven't worn a suit in a few weeks now. I'll probably wear one Sunday. Why do you wear a suit every now and then? Just because I can. We can be religious about being casual. We can be religious about doing hymns. We can be religious about not doing hymns. I'm, I'm getting off track. But a shepherd very simply takes care of the flock. 
Amen? And finally, the ministry of teacher is that of interpreting scripture. He does not teach religious science or philosophy, but the Bible. These men, have been, men and women have been set in the church to interpret great themes and doctrines of the Bible and to show how they relate to each other. Now, I'm going to pray for you. We're going to close right here. And let me just pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask that these gifts begin to show themselves. Lord, that we have come into your presence and we've been filled with your spirit. I don't believe we can sit in this room when your presence comes down so heavy and not be filled. Now, maybe you've never asked for the baptism in the Holy Spirit. I want you to know all you've got to do is ask. Right where you sit, you may not have ever done that. Just ask. We'll worry about the details later. Father, in the name of Jesus, what you have for us, give us. These gifts that you have implanted in us, Lord, I ask that they start to show themselves. And that we, as we're going to see in this scripture, that we start to find our place in this church. The apostles, the prophets, the uh, pastors, the um, evangelists. Uh, what have I left out? Teachers, Father, let them come forth. Let them come forth. Let us start to find our place. Lord, I thank you for these four men that have raised their hand. Five men. Lord, I thank you that, that we're stepping out. We don't know exactly what, it, what it's going to be. To be honest with you, I don't care. You've equipped me to fill that spot. I'm no actor. You know I'm no actor. But you've equipped me. Just like you've equipped me to be pastor of this church. You do the equipping. Father, help us. Help us, Lord, to find our place. Lord, to get excited about our church. Get excited about being in the kingdom of God. Being excited of being in the will of God and starting to carry out the will of God. Lord, I'm excited that we're going to win lost people. And you know when one comes to the Lord, there's a party in heaven. Thank you, Lord. Help us to be the tool that you use to win the lost, to further your kingdom. I want, I want, you, to, I want you to see this church, Lord, as a kingdom-furthering church. Working, endeavoring to stay in the, in the unity of the Spirit and loving each other and loving this world. Lord, give us breakthrough. Give us breakthrough. Just over the couple that I, that I mentioned, over Carolyn, um, over the Gaynor uh, person, over Tommy. Lord, over the list tonight, give breakthrough. Touch that list, Lord. Touch the hurting in here tonight that needs you so bad. Thank you, Lord. Just praise your holy name in Jesus' name. Amen. Men, the men that signed up, please see Miss Sharon real quickly if you don't mind. Right here. Anybody else that feels like, man, I wish I'd have signed up, go. Oh, I got an announcement. Wait just a second. Surge Key Life Group is inviting all who would like to join their group on an outing to Standing Stone State Park this Saturday. Meet at the church parking lot at 2 o'clock to bring a picnic lunch for your family. John, say what it is. Amen. Everybody's invited. Two o'clock. If you 
Stand up, John. Wave your hand. Everybody go see him that might want to go. Huh? Oh, no, I'm not going to. You tell him that. All right, God bless you. Heaven's gates and hell's flames, sign up. All right, God bless you.